There's no secret formula for better service throughout the customer journey. But there is the all-new service hub from HubSpot. It makes it infinitely easier to scale customer support and increase retention. By bringing service and support together in one powerful platform, you can deliver the best experiences for your customers and your teams. Free up time for your reps to focus on complex issues with an AI-powered help desk. Proactively drive retention with customer health scores that help keep your business ahead, stopping churn in its tracks. And give your entire go-to-market team the data they need to operate as one unified, powerful front. Also, you can easily support, strengthen, and grow your customer base. Secrets out. HubSpot Service Hub is a game changer. Visit HubSpot.com service to do more for your customers today. Howdy, folks. It is Thursday, June 8th. I'm Jacob Cohen here with Juliet Bennett-Ryla, and you are listening to The Hustle Daily Show. Today, we're talking about a Mexican restaurant, specifically how South Park creators Matt Stone and Trey Parker spent more than $40 million bringing back their favorite childhood eatery. Juliet has the story in a bit, but before any of that, let's talk about what else is happening in the world of business and tech. Let's get crackalack. All right. First things first, is it called the economy or the economy? A new joint report from Google, Temasek, and Bain and Company about the economy of a billion connected Indians found that India's internet economy is projected to grow from $175 billion in value in 2022 to $1 trillion by 2030. And by 2030, the country's internet economy will account for 62% of the country's total technology sector and as much as 13% of the country's GDP, up from around 4 to 5% in 2022, proving once and for all that the true drivers of economic growth, as we've long said, are memes and cat videos, among some other things. Also, check out this view, New View, that's N-U-V-I-E-W, a startup that reportedly wants to map the entire land mass of Earth every year using space-based LIDAR technology, has raised $15 million among its investors, Leonardo DiCaprio. Because who better to help us find our way around the planet than the guy who couldn't find room on a floating door in Titanic, right? Moving along to AI in AI, Google Cloud is teaming up with Mayo Clinic as it tries to expand use of generative AI in the healthcare industry. And Mayo Clinic will use Google's tech to develop a customized chatbot that could potentially interpret a patient's medical history, imaging records, genomics, or lab data with natural language queries. Also, the minds behind viral AI friendship chatbot Replica have struck again with their new app, Blush, which is here to help you learn how to flirt. Blush offers more than a thousand AI crushes, so to speak, that you can chat with to learn relationship and intimacy skills. That seems kind of ironic, (laughs) but good luck to all the people using them. And in other news, hmm, fresh off its Vision Pro announcement, Apple has reportedly acquired Mira, which is an AR startup that contracts with the U.S. military and made the headsets for Super Nintendo World's Mario Kart ride. Also, that's a lot of bread. Subway is planning to serve up around 4,000 stores across China over the next 20 years. It currently has 37,000 locations or so in more than 100 markets globally. And lastly, 
Used vehicle prices made it to their lowest level of the year in May, with high interest rates and prices deflating sales. Prices were down 11% year over year, according to Cox Automotive. So if you're in the market for a used vehicle, we're moving in the right direction. Okay, and with that, let's get to today's main story. So for today's main story, Juliet, you wrote about this Mexican restaurant that uh, maybe some people have heard of, maybe some haven't. Uh, specifically, the stories about South Park's creators and the fact that they spent something like more than $40 million bringing this restaurant back to life. Tell us everything we need to know about <laughs> this story. So this particular restaurant, Casa Bonita, um, it's located in Lakewood, Colorado, just outside of Denver. It is legendary. It's much more than a restaurant. In fact, uh, everything else about it seemed to be the key. Um, so I've never been to Casa Bonita, but a lot of people became aware of it uh, with this 2003 South Park episode. Um, if you're familiar with South Park, you know it's about a group of boys who get into lots of shenanigans. And in this particular episode, uh, Cartman, who is a jerk to all the other little kids, uh, is desperate to go to a birthday party at Casa Bonita. And the whole episode is him scheming to just try to get invited to this birthday party. And a lot of people were like, what the heck is this place? Is it a real place? And yes, it is. So at its core, it's a Mexican restaurant. The food was notoriously bad, oh, um, but the decor was amazing. So there's all these themed areas. There's a haunted little cave that you can go into. They had magic shows, juggling shows, mariachi bands. The key was a 30-foot indoor waterfall that uh, employees, special employees, would dive off of um, throughout wow. the dining experience. So it was more like... You want to go to Casa Bonita because it's totally bonkers inside more than you want to eat. the Kind of like, I know some people like Chuck E. Cheese pizza, but I feel like that was never the appeal. You didn't go there because you wanted the pizza. You wanted <laughs> the animatronics and the games and the whole, that's kind of what Casa Bonita okay. was. And this, it's massive, right? So like more than 50,000 square feet or something like that. Yep. 52,000 square feet. Wow. Now, it was once part of a chain and this was not the original one. The first one opened in Oklahoma City in 1968. A couple others opened. The one in Colorado opened in 1974, uh, and it was the last one standing. But um, it had kind of fallen into disrepair, as I'm sure you can imagine. It's it's a hard uh, thing to keep going, especially when uh, your food isn't that great, and most people <laughs> go there are children. So the pandemic did not help, and in 2021 they filed for bankruptcy. And then uh, that same year, Matt Stone and Trey Parker. We're like, we want to buy this restaurant. And they ended up paying over $3 million for it. Reason being, just like the characters in the show, they loved going to Casa Bonita when they were kids. <laughs> wow. So they're really living like their dream. Yeah. And and maybe maybe they like going there as adults. I mean, I still enjoy the occasional Chuck E. Cheese visit myself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. So I think when they got into this whole thing, they were like, oh, we're not going to spend that much money on it. It's going to be like a $10 million job. But the renovations, which is it's kind of... It's like an anti-renovation because what they really want to do is restore it to the glory they knew when, when they were going there. Uh, they ended up spending over $40 million on it, according to the New York Times. Wow. Lots of issues. They added four new bars. They added a ticketing plaza so people didn't have to wait as long. They had to completely redo the kitchen, apparently, because 
it had no ovens. They steamed everything, which could oh, explain God. why <laughs> why some of this stuff was so bad. Yeah, no wonder the food was no good. <laughs> yeah, the plumbing needed an overhaul. I guess it smelled really weird and musty and like chlorine in there, as I suppose you can imagine. And one thing that I thought was really hilarious was apparently these divers would dive into a pool and the only way to exit the pool was through an underground tunnel that spit out into an electrical room. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. (laughs) And the guy was like, this is the extremely dangerous. Can we not do this? So, you know, they made it ADA compliant. They just kind of fixed everything up. And then uh, most importantly, I think they hired an executive chef, Dana Rodriguez, mm. to really overhaul the menu and start making things from scratch. So it was actually uh, edible food. And what was interesting about her, too, is she apparently applied for a job at Casa Bonita in 1998. And they were like, no, wow. you don't have enough uh, chef experience. And now she has since been nominated for a James Beard Award six times. Oh, so, Wow. So it's like a whole bunch of people living their dreams in some ways. (laughs) Yeah, it's like such a homecoming, it feels like. And it kind of reminded me, so there is a restaurant in L.A. called Clifton's, which I used to love. It was also a chain of restaurants that just had like these wacky themed areas. There's also the one that I used to go to. There's a little cave you can go in just like at Casa Bonita. Um, Just really impressive. And they actually started in the 1930s. The guy that started them, his name was Clifford Clinton, which is why it's called Clifton's. Uh. Uh, He was known for being very generous. Um, If you couldn't afford a meal, you would be able to get one there anyways. It was kind of just like a, a cafeteria, but the theming was incredible. And then also, just like Casa Bonita, the last one standing was this one in downtown LA, and then it closed, and then someone bought it, and then they spent years and a ton of money making it look really awesome and amazing, and it still looks gorgeous in there. The thing that I don't like about it is I used to go there every Thanksgiving and Christmas, and that's what I would do, would go to the cafeteria, but then they decided not to have the cafeteria anymore, and now it's mostly just a Mm. bar, which is very sad Mm. for me. But it still looks incredible. And I feel like it was that same thing where everyone who remembered going there as a kid was like, well, when is it going to be open? What are you going to do? I, I hope it still has the whatever. And I felt like this was a very similar story. Yeah. So are they going to keep the vibe the same from what you know? Or are they going to try to change the vibe at all? It sounds like the vibes are intact. They are still going to have mariachi, jugglers, magic, etc. Um, everything about this renovation was, um, I think they referred to it as the same but better. I did read that they added a little narrative structure to the haunted cave, which is called something like Black Bart's Cave, Mm. um, so that the story of why that cave was there made sense. But for the most part, it seems like, yeah, it's going to be the Casa Bonita you remember, except with edible food. Okay. And do we know when it opens or if people are excited to go to it? (laughs) People are very excited. There's a wait list of over 100,000 people who want to get in there. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah. um, (laughs) And I mean, this thing is legendary even beyond Denver. I mean, the South Park episode helped. The last time I was in Denver, I feel like people were constantly talking about it. I was there for a conference related to immersive entertainment. And everyone was like, I can't wait to go to Casa Bonita, which is like, you know, definitely an immersive. It's kind of like Rainforest Cafe, but cooler. Yeah, I was going to (laughs) say Rainforest Cafe. Yeah. Well, who knows? If it goes well, I could Mm -hmm. see this being kind of the spur of maybe a new movement. uh, Right experiential eating. (laughs) Yeah, because we used to have experiential eating. And I think the problem was, you know, the food just wasn't great or like 
they cut corners elsewhere to have <laughs> right. the experience. Right. But yeah, it, it seems like it's going well. As of the moment we're recording this podcast, they've opened it up for a test run with a limited amount of customers. And it seems like it's been going well. And hopefully we will see the first, uh, I'm sure Instagram is going to be, and TikTok will be popping off with cliff divers and jugglers and mariachi bands. Um, so I can't oh, wait yes. to see that. <laughs> this is made for TikTok. This is made for TikTok. All right, and bada bing, bada boom, that's going to do it for us today. Thanks for tuning in to The Hustle Daily Show. We're a proud part of the HubSpot Podcast Network. Our editor today is Ezra Trupiano. Our executive producer is Darren Clark. We've got a lot more, a lot more tech and business coverage in our newsletter. And if you're not subscribed, you should go sign up at thehustle.co slash email. Hope you have an awesome Thursday. Catch you tomorrow. Hey, everybody, I got a great podcast to tell you about. It's called Truth, Lies, and Work, and it's brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. On this show, you can join husband and wife team Alan, Leanne, Elliot, as they dispel myths, impart wisdom, and answer all your questions about finding, keeping, and motivating great people. They actually just did an episode with John Smith, who is the manager and agent of famous Argentinian soccer player Diego Maradona. He talks about in this episode how he was able to manage the global superstar athlete celebrity that Maradona is and was. It's a great listen. You better get out there and check it out. And you can listen to Truth, Lies, and Work wherever you get your podcasts.